Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. everyone, it's Jen. You know Jess and I often talk about how Aloe Moves helps us stay fit. But May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so I really wanted to point out how amazing the site and app are for mental health as well. It is so easy for me to get stuck in a rut mentally or get stressed out or feel lonely when I'm working from home. I'm guessing you've all been there too. But I found that a much more productive way to deal with those feelings, or even just like a bad day, is to hop on AlloMoves.com and reset. Allo Moves is the award-winning on-demand streaming wellness platform app and website that has workouts, mindfulness, nutrition, self-care, and more to help boost your mental and physical well-being. I also love that I can take the same class as friends or connect with other members in the community comments. Allo Moves really brings people together. Lately, I have been very into the five-minute relaxation body scan with Susie Mark Shifflin. Guys, Susie is the most soothing instructor. She incorporates these sound bath sounds into her head-to-toe relaxation exercise. It's so easy to do. Obviously, there are also yoga classes and exercise classes and so many other things you can learn and check out on allomoves.com, but I just had to share that one with you. Find yourself together when you join Allo Moves. Join the community on allomoves.com today and use code FATMASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. That's allomoves.com, code MASCARA20 for a 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. Again, that's allomoves.com and the code is MASCARA20. Hey guys, it's Jess. It's Fat Mascara and Jen is going to be joining me shortly for our big interview. We are talking to the incredible Donnie Davey. She is the makeup head for Euphoria and Euphoria, I have to say, is a TV show that really has spawned a makeup movement. I mean, really, can you think of a TV show in recent history where the makeup is just as exciting, if not like, I don't want to say it's more exciting, but it's really like you see the show and you're just like moved by the makeup. 
where the show is like, the makeup is almost like its own character on the show. I mean, I, I can't think of one. If you can, please DM me. But it's so inspiring. I think it's it's so expressive. I think it's really just, you know, kind of like smashed a hole in kind of the beauty universe. And her background is just really also very inspiring because it really was not like paint by numbers, like no pun intended. And I just loved learning about her journey. Um, you will hear all about it. I don't want to ruin the interview, but stay tuned. And I think you'll also pick up some tips, if even if you're not about to like, you know, glue a thousand jewels on your face. I think it will make maybe shake you out of a little bit of a pandemic rut, or if you're kind of shy about expressing yourself, even if it has nothing to do with makeup, I think this interview maybe will get you out of your comfort zone or inspire you to kind of speak up for yourself a little bit more, advocate for yourself a little bit more, believe in yourself a little bit more. Um, I really found this interview inspiring. So, all right, Donnie Davey, let's hit it. Donnie, I am so interested in your start, your background, how you came to be where you are. But one of the things I'm really uh, fascinated by is that you weren't somebody from what I've read who was like obsessed with makeup, makeup, makeup growing up. You weren't wearing like, you, you weren't someone who was like dying to get into their mom's makeup growing up. Isn't that right? Yeah. I mean, I definitely got into my mom's makeup, but my mom's makeup was extremely minimal. Um, I I was frankly like too shy to wear bold makeup looks um, and bold hair looks. Yeah, it's weird because I'm the person that got brought on to do Euphoria, but it's totally not based on me in any way, shape or form, like being that girl, you know, who like wears all the cool makeup in high school. That wasn't me. So you were like a beauty introvert? Yeah. That's a, a makeup introvert? Term. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. And I would try and then I'd even like go to the bath. I'd wear it to school and then I would like many a time go to the bathroom and wipe it off because I got too chicken. So you wanted to be like, would you say yeah. you wanted to be the kind of people or a, a beauty wise wanted to be the kind of people that you create the looks for on Euphoria? Yeah, I think there's like some unrequited um, like makeup love that went on in Euphoria. Um, and same with like, that sort of echoes in my career before Euphoria as well. Like most of it was like a little bit more gritty, really realistic beauty stuff. And I think there was like always this want to play with color because I love color. Um, but, you know, like when your portfolio looks a certain way, you continue to get hired for that type of of job. So I I sort of went out and, and started just doing my own photo shoots. I would like get together with folks on Craigslist and, and started doing some colorful looks to bring into my portfolio. Um, so yeah, no, it wasn't, it was, I was totally like, I was a makeup introvert, but, but wanted not to be. So euphoria was, was my big moment. So just, I just want to like set the stage. So where did you grow up? I just want to get a little bit of a picture of who you were, you know, okay. growing up. I grew up in Venice, California. Uh -huh. Um, my dad is an artist. He's a sculptor. 
Um, and my mom is really into the arts as well and has a degree in art history. She trains docents, uh, first mm. at LACMA and then at the Getty in Los Angeles. Oh, wow. Um, so really kind of artsy household growing up. Um, and then my background is more in like visual art. I went to art school and stuff. And then, um, then, then I decided, frankly, on a whim to get into, into the beauty, I mean, into the film and TV makeup like industry had no idea what it was or what it entailed what was this whim i'm going to go try i'm going to go out for this job that i have nothing <laughs> yeah, no so, experience <laughs> so i was i okay I'll, I'll i'll set the the tone for what it was so i was living in new york i was living in brooklyn i was interning at a couple different galleries very cool like visual art galleries um and i just did, i was also nannying a lot in brooklyn and i just thought like okay i have this photo degree but like everyone right now is trying to be a photographer in New York. Right now, that was yeah, tell, what I mean. what, right what, now what was year? 2010, 2011. Okay. And I was like, I gotta, I gotta go. I just thought I'm gonna take myself out of the game, out of the photography New York City game, and like get into another game. It and, just felt too um, competitive, or it was just like this is it like, felt like it literally at the time felt like everybody I knew from art school was trying to be a photographer in New York City. And and a part of me really, really loved that. And I love photography as like a storytelling mechanism. And I would go on like road trips and take photos and very old school about it, like using a lot of film photography. And I like couldn't make that switch into like making it a career. I just all of a sudden couldn't envision that for myself anymore. I don't know. It just was, it was one of those, it was one of those early thoughts that I, I just felt so strongly. There was no even time to like get super anxious or in my head about it. I just felt it. I was like, I gotta go. I gotta pivot to something more creative, more hands-on and that I can just do like right now. Like, so my friends, a dear friend of mine, her mom was like, why don't you do makeup for film? And I was like, why not? And, and then I just, um, I ended up cold calling this makeup department head, this like really badass woman, um, Jane Galley. She's like a fantastic makeup department head in the industry and took a like a course, a like crash course with her, um, learned a bunch of stuff and then was just off to Craigslist and literally answered every makeup ad I could find. Said yes to everyone and... That's like yeah. a good primer if anybody's out there and like... <laughs> But how does one do it? I like this step-by-step. And clearly it worked for you. And I actually, I like to think about you as a photographer when we talk about your career, because I want to back up to one of your earlier um, projects that every, I don't know if everybody knows this about you, that you worked on Moonlight. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's not the creative extrovert makeup that we like referenced earlier, (laughs) but it's all about the lighting and it's all about the skin and creating a realistic portrayal of beauty. And how did you do that? Did you did your photography experience play into that? Yeah, the photography and visual art background is awesome for understanding what light does to skin, knowing a bit about different lenses. When I overhear like camera people talking, I'm like, I get it. I understand what they're saying. And and um for me, I think a big thing is like troubleshooting, like understanding how paint works or how drawing works, for example. Like like creating depth on a flat piece of paper 
you know, like figure drawing or like I remember in, in college, like we had to do these like big like architectural drawings with like really straight lines and you had to make stuff look like it was really far back in space. So that kind of ability to, to sort of look at something that I've done on someone's face and be like, no, it doesn't look right. Like having, having the critical eye to know what doesn't look right and how to make it look better. Mm-hmm. I, I, I might be wrong, but I really credit my background in painting and drawing and, and photography for that. I can't imagine that you're wrong because it is it is about lighting and shade and understanding like that vocabulary and people are talking. It's 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 a different language. Yeah, totally. So yeah, a different different and and the same. Like there's so much overlap in in like photo and painting and drawing and makeup yeah. and then um just what else goes on on set. So yeah, I think I was able to just really absorb a lot from my visual art background and, and you know that stuff just kind of stuck with yeah yeah so to work on moonlight is obviously such you know a, 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 an achievement and probably I would imagine would catapult you into a different sphere from not doing makeup to working on this film and then did you kind of have a lot of choice to to work on different projects and you know did you pick euphoria or did euphoria find you I mean how did that come about yeah I I didn't have a lot of choice so I I have like a really small network I I it's funny like yeah I just have a really small tight network I don't actually know that many film industry people or even makeup artists um I think that's because I like didn't go to a makeup school like I said I took a crash course with this makeup artist. So it was just me, by the way, in the course. It was a one-on-one. Wait, can I back you up again really quickly? And then let's go back to this question because I feel like some of our listeners might be wondering the same thing that I'm thinking. How did you find that makeup artist? Because that, like, that woman seems, like, amazing that she taught you this stuff and then it's like, boom, moonlight. Okay, so my, my friends, my good friend's mom, who was like, you should do makeup for movies, was sitting in a hair salon and She's like one of those people who really like makes friends with those around her, right? Like she just is really social like that. And she started chatting with the woman next to her who happened to be a makeup artist for film and TV. And she was like, hey, do you know any other makeup artists who are like teaching? And this woman knew Jane. So it was like a very serendipitous thing. So my friend's mom was like, call this lady. (laughs) Love it. And I just called her. Oh my gosh. Okay, great. Okay, sorry. That was like bugging me. It was in the back of my mind. I'm like, how did she know who this woman was to call? Like, what did she Oh yeah, no, I paper? didn't. She, I had no idea. I mean, I had no idea who it's she was. It's your mom's friend, Susan. Doesn't all of our moms have that friend that like, you know. You, you, these women are amazing. They make the world go around. You yeah. Keep talking. Keep, you know, it's like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. 100%. Okay, you have to. <laughs> yeah. Love the chatty Cathy's. Okay. So you then... But you don't know anyone in beauty still, or you don't know anyone in film. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but you do. I still don't know that many people. <laughs> I love, I love, I love that. But they I'm know like you. I'm like a loner. But yeah. they <laughs> definitely know you. Okay, so you do um, Moonlight, and yeah. then I, here I am, silly me, thinking that you know you know everyone in Hollywood. But then tell us how you got to Euphoria. Okay, so after I did my very first film, there's a film before Moonlight that I did. There's a couple of films. I met this producer, Adela Romanski, who would go on to produce Moonlight and then also to produce everything else that Barry Jenkins um, directed. 
and continues to direct. So that was a case, kind of like your classic case of like, you never know who you're working with. You never know your first film, your first commercial, the first gig you ever have. You don't know who that producer is or who that director is or who they're going to be. And if they're your age or in your age range, there's a chance that they're on the rise. They, you know, they're going to come up and do God knows what in the industry. So I happened to just meet this producer. I wasn't even really close with her on my first film, but she asked me to interview for Moonlight. Um, So I did. So, and then that worked out. I went on and did Moonlight, which then won an Oscar. And then um, my name was starting to get a little bit bigger. It's still in like the indie world. I mean, Moonlight was a really small movie. So it was Mm. still like in the indie world. Um, But no, I didn't have like a million offers all the time. Um, But I did do this film called Under the Silver Lake, which was a super fun film starring Andrew Garfield. It was uh, produced by A24. Also, my friend Adela Romanski was on that from Moonlight. Um, and that was a really fun makeup moment. I got to play with color and even rhinestones and glitter, super fun looks. Um, and that was the film that got me the interview for Euphoria. So when I went in for my to interview with the director for Euphoria, he was like, oh, hi, I love your work on Under the Silver Lake. Mm. So I was like, oh, that's why I'm here. Okay. That's why I'm on Sony he lot. wants the rhinestones. At HBO, <laughs> like totally out of my element, like interviewing for a freaking TV show. And I'm sure you handled it well. And we just nodded. And we're like, of course. Of course I belong here. Yes, and I know exactly. exactly what you need. <laughs> totally. I'm like panicking on the inside. No, I'm sure not. But it's kind of show, I don't know if this is true, but it it seems like you get to help with the character development through your creative process. How does that work? Like, how do they bring you? Actually, I should say, I should give credit to one of our listeners. This is our listener, Marty. She asked this question. Look at me, like, playing it off as my own. Sorry, Marty. (laughs) (laughs) Marty wants to know what's your creative process on the show. But I I wonder as well, like, do they give you, here's who the character is, do your thing. Do you talk to the actor? How do you do it? Yeah, so my job as a department head is to explore, like, everybody else's ideas, I I talk to the director. I talk to the cast. I get everybody's input. Obviously, I read the scripts. I have my own emotional response to the scripts. I have my own ideas and sense of character development. It's usually not too far off from the director and the cast, but um, there's definitely a lot of nuance in there. My ideas are different from the cast and the director. So I take everything, swoop it all up. Then I sort of like devour it, put it through my own aesthetic as an artist Then I also have my team that works for me and they are able to put their input in and sort of like get their ideas into the mix. And then uh, for every given look, it's sort of like I decide what I think is best for that scene and for what we've seen up until that point in the show and for the character development and flow for that particular person. It's kind of like this puzzle I'm slowly putting together throughout the whole season. Um, And some of them... Some of the storylines are sort of more concrete, like last season, for example, with Kat. Like we were like, okay, we know she's going to have her moment where all of a sudden she comes to school and she's like, yeah, I changed. I love you know? that scene. I love that too. But she but walks always, down the hall and she's like, bam. Yeah, and she sits down next to um, Ethan and her science class and he's like, you look different. And she's like, uh-huh. I changed. And I love that. Because it's like, yeah, no explanation, bitch. Like, I changed. I love Look that at my so eyeliner. Much. Obviously, I'm different. 
<laughs> so, um, yeah. And then with other characters, it's more like it sort of happens as we go and we might not know yet. It's, it's very fluid, I will say. Like, things change. We all change our minds a lot. It can be stressful because I'm trying to manage the certain flow. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very, like, right brain, left brain at the same time. Like, I can make decisions based on, like, intuition and be like, yeah, I'm feeling this. But there's so many other factors that go in. Well, they and they're teenagers, too. So they get to experiment a lot, which is really cool. And they can pull off a lot of looks. And one of our listeners had this question. And I know this isn't, like, a how-to podcast. And it's, like, make it relatable for the real girl. But I do have to ask because <laughs> Carrie asked this. And I think it's interesting because I'm yeah. so inspired by the show, too. But she was like, okay— you inspired these looks, but how do you translate them for? She wrote like this: um, the thirty plus. Oh crowd? no, that that was yeah. me, no, that was me actually editorializing her question. <laughs> I thought she wrote okay. that. No, yeah, like she wanted to but know like, like how do you, you make know, it wearable if you're not like a kid. Jules is off visiting college friends and has like glitter all over her eyes, and I'm like inspired, but I'm also forty two, so mm, you know. Yeah, no, I I get it. I think in an ideal world, I'm like, what's okay and. Just do the, the look. On. <laughs> um, but no, there's so many fun little tricks. I have tricks some to- texture to my skin, Donnie. <laughs> know, okay. Right? Just, you know, wear a filter. Wear an Instagram filter over your face. Um, no, I I think there's so many exciting little things to do with color. Um, I think working with eyesha- with colorful eyeshadow instead of like maybe... So let's translate. Let's translate like a neon green liner into like something more wearable. There's a couple of things. Yes. That, let's do it. There's a couple of things that come to mind. Number one, you could take like a green eyeshadow and use an eyeliner brush and make like a soft wing that's a little more chill. Um, okay. You could take a pencil green eyeliner and line your inner waterline. Or you can do a little accent like on, on the edge of your eye. You can use like a green mascara. Actually, I am obsessed with blue and burgundy mascaras right now. Love. They make such a big difference, especially if you put a couple coats on. They really add a lot of pop of color. I love like a sheer wash all over the lids and then like a wee little accent of some kind of color on the edge of, on the outer edge of the eyes or the inner or With even like a same little color below. No, oh, a different color. A different, so two tones. So like a sheer, if you want to like explore sort of like fun, you know, like incorporating colors, I would say choose one strong color. Like let's say the strong color is like, I don't know, orange. You could like, for example, put your little orange accent on your eye somewhere with eyeliner, or you can even do like a more shimmery, chill, like terracotta color as like a little wing. And then experiment with like a wash of a sheer pink or a sheer lavender or a sheer baby blue on your lids. Mm. So there's this way of like, you know, really toning it down, making it more transparent. Um, Yeah, you know, it's it's not just like neon looks and like, bright greens and reds, although we love that. Um, yeah, I think the possibilities are are endless, you know? And, and I will say, like, once you start, because I never wore makeup. I mean, I'm not wearing, like, anything super cool right now, but, like, I never wore makeup before Euphoria. And now, since I've had a year off in quarantine and I've been sort of prepping for Euphoria, doing a couple other little projects, I have been wearing makeup on myself for the first time. And it was, like, a very quick slippery slope into that. Like, I wore it a couple times, and now I love wearing fun makeup. And, you know, I'm not, I'm 32. I'm not, like, 22. So. Yeah, you're inspiring. And when you were talking about neon green and waving and showing us on your face, I noticed your nails are neon green. My and nails I was are like, neon oh, green. 
I could also just have that color moment on my nails if I'm feeling a little like introverted about it. That's like another. Oh yeah, I know. I feel like the pandemic has like pushed me into like a really like can't be bothered state. And you're like kind of coaxing me out of it a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, see where I am. The other end of the spectrum is like what I've been doing. Like first, I was can't be bothered. Then I was like bleaching my eyebrows, putting rhinestones <laughs> on my teeth, shampooing my hair with pink shampoo. Like, yeah, I've gone to the other end. Oh, and getting nails for the first time, like little long oh, nails. Welcome. Wait, what are your nails? nails? Your nails are slow. great. Your nails are like oh, they're like lime green. What are they? Yeah. Um, this is my real nail length with dip, you know, the dip process. Yeah. It's like a gel. Yeah. So it makes your nails like really hard. They're really good. So I'm fun. really jealous. Those are great. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. So um, we have another listener question and I love this. Okay. You for Alex wants to know, how can we do euphoria style eye looks on hooded eyes? I realize that's quite a broad question, but can you give us one or two great tips for euphoria style looks for hooded eyes? Yeah, I love that question because all the euphoria looks can happen on hooded eyes. Um, for example, Jules has, Hunter Schaefer has hooded eyes. So all of her looks are great for hooded eyes. And I and even like Matt, Maddie doesn't have hooded eyes, but or Alexa Demi doesn't have hooded eyes, but like her looks would work on hooded eyes as well. The whole, the whole idea there is that your crease is, you're not going to rely on your crease as much. You're sort of going to ignore the fact that you have a crease and mm-hmm. your color that you're applying, you're just going to go up and over and and beyond the crease. So don't get it. stuck. Exactly. That's what I like to say. Because it's going to drape artists, down. Like mine drapes down when I open up my eye and look into the mirror. I lost like a milliliter strip in there. Absolutely. Milliliter. Absolutely. <laughs> or however many, whatever Millimeters. the system is. <laughs> um, yeah, 100%. So I think... My point of view is, you know, there's this tendency for if you have hooded eyes to be like, okay, we have to define the crease. Let's let's fake it. Let's do all this stuff. I'm sort of like, fuck the crease. It's <laughs> fucking with your vision for how you want your eye. So like, forget about the crease. We're just going to extend the color up and beyond. Um, one kind of technical thing that helps is when you're applying your makeup, look into the mirror and apply it with your eyes looking straight into the mirror as opposed to like that or like, Stretching yeah. your As opposed to stretching I do. The I put my chin up and chin it up. screws up the whole and thing. And then you're like, oh, eyelids. Yeah. And then you do that. You look down and your eyelids are gone. Um, Whoops. Oops. So yeah, it's about just going. Straight on in the mirror. That's Straight on in the mirror yeah. and and draw a bu- or blend whatever you're doing. Just do it above, above your crease. And I would say okay. like use, start to use the, the real estate that's on the side of your eye. You know, don't just think Ooh. of eyeshadow as on your lids or under your eyebrow, get out there, get snatched, you know? That's a great Snaturalize yourself. Side of the eyes. Snatch it. Okay. Yeah. Or the inner eyes too. It's fun to put some color in here. Yeah, why are and you then out going there? on a vertical plane? I have yeah. no idea. So yeah. Because well, it's sideways. under the eyebrow, so it feels safe. But yeah, you just, yeah. the places you're pointing on your face are a whole bunch of other areas to explore. So. Yeah. <laughs> Go sideways. Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia, and guess what I'll be wearing? Honey love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be honey love. 
Here's why. Honeylove has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, they have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honey Love, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long, and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line, and after that, I was like, never again. Until Honey Love came along. Honey Love's superpower shorts have a 100% cotton gusset so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honey Love products make you look good and feel good. Whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence, Honey Love is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honey Love. Listen, there are so many skincare products on the market claiming to help reduce fine lines and wrinkles, and you know I will try most of them. But how do you know your products are actually working? Some research to back up the claims. That's why Jess and I are all about Ritual. They created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted a clinical study to take the guesswork out of skincare. Ritual's Highest Hair is now a part of my skincare routine, and I got in the habit of taking it every day by putting the cute little purple jar right next to my sunscreen. It looks nice on my vanity, and let's be honest, I love that. But once I stuck with the habit, I really noticed a difference in my skin. I am not the only one. In a clinical study, taking Hyacera for 90 days led to a 3.6 time reduction in crow's feet wrinkles as compared to placebo. And it led to a 2.9 increase in skin smoothness. I also like that they're easy to swallow. The capsules sort of taste like vanilla. They're not all weird and fishy like some other supplements. Plus, Ritual is a certified B Corp, something we learned about on a recent episode. And all their supplements, including the Daily Protein and their Sleep Bio Series Melatonin Supplement, are vegan, gluten-free, and made traceable. Do what Jess and I did. Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash mascara. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash mascara for 25% off. Hey everyone, it's Jen. You know Jess and I often talk about how aloe moves helps us stay fit, but May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so I really wanted to point out how amazing the site and app are for mental health as well. It is so easy for me to get stuck in a rut mentally or get stressed out or feel lonely when I'm working from home. I'm guessing you've all been there too. But I found that a much more productive way to deal with those feelings, or even just like a bad day, is to hop on alomoves.com and reset. Allo Moves is the award-winning on-demand streaming wellness platform app and website that has workouts, mindfulness, nutrition, self-care, and more to help boost your mental and physical well-being. I also love that I can take the same class as friends or connect with other members in the community comments. Allo Moves really brings people together. Lately, I have been very into the five-minute relaxation body scan with Susie Mark Shifflin. 
Guys, Susie is the most soothing instructor. She incorporates these sound bath sounds into her head-to-toe relaxation exercise. It's so easy to do. Obviously, there are also yoga classes and exercise classes and so many other things you can learn and check out on alamoves.com, but I just had to share that one with you. Find yourself together when you join Alamoves. Join the community on alamoves.com today and use code FATMASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. That's alamoves.com code MASCARA20 for a 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. Again, that's alamoves.com and the code is MASCARA20. So Gia, one of our listeners, wanted to know, what are your glitter and gemstone and neon eyeliners of choice? I'm not sure what a gemstone eyeliner is, but what— some Oh, of no, those, I think she, know, she was just wanted to know, sorry, I, like, collated these questions. She wanted to, like, je- not just eyeliners, like, what gems you love. Rhinestones. Gemstones, rhinestones, oh, glitter, fun eyeliners. And okay. eyeliners. Like, basically all of, like, the whole euphoria, like, kit and caboodle. Just like, like what I like. Tips. Okay, cool. Yeah, sorry. Um, little gra- That's like a grammar, like eat, shoots, and leaves moment. <laughs> so most of the rhinestones on season one, I just got on Amazon. You just type in stick on rhinestones. You can also type in <laughs> nail art rhinestones. I mean, there's oh. it's limitless on, on Amazon. And then lately, I've been getting all my stuff through um, this company called Get Stoned with two N's. Mm-hmm. And she has a bunch of beautiful stuff. And then, but I still get a lot of like little like metal studs and, and stuff like that on Amazon. But you're typing in nail, nail gems. Nail gems. But using, and how do you adhere them to faces? I use eyelash nails? glue. Okay. Mm. Yeah, Why do you like those like the best? Nail gems. Oh, there's just like, there's more of them. There's more, more results come up when you Google nail okay. gems for some reason. There's no particular reason I would use a nail gem o- over like a face gem. I just use whatever I can get. Um, and then sometimes it's fun to like go to Michael's or Joanne's fabrics and just mm. like troll for for whatever. Um, but yeah, eyelash glue, definitely use a white or clear. Um, it works great. Oh, and what then liners. neon eyeliners? So there's this, there's um, Suva, S-U-V-A, Suva Beauty has these great ones that you activate with water. They're sort of like watercolors. You activate them with water, um, use a skinny brush, and uh, that's great. Uh, Danessa Myricks makes these kind of more creamy colors, which I love to apply with a flat concealer brush if I want to do a bigger color block. Um, Whereas the Suva Beauty ones are great with an eyeliner brush if I'm doing a skinnier line. And what was the other one? Eyeshadows? Just the neon eyeliners. Oh, glitters, glitters. Okay, so um, I used used Lemonhead glitters on season one, and I've been spending the last year just, like, expanding and and testing out a bunch of different glitters and glitter gels. I've been making my own. Um, So I'm just kind of exploring exploring that, and hopefully I'll have... um, a lot of great glitter to play with in the trailer this season. I know season two is just starting to shoot. I feel like you had a whole year, like, it's going to be crazy because you've had so much time to experiment. So that's what I was, that's what I was thinking. And then um, 
I, I think, I think it's going to be different. I think it's going to be different than I was thinking. Okay. Um, and I'm really excited to explore that more, but I am figuring that out right now. Um, like I said, like my conversations, it's, it's like what I have in my head is one thing, but I am taking into consideration like all the other people plot, there. And of yeah. course, keeping everything married to the script, right? Like the idea to put like a cool look on someone is never for me going to come before like understanding exactly where that character is at in the script at that time. Um, yeah. So it's all very married to like the reality of what's of what's going on in our kind mm. of heightened world of euphoria. But I think, I think I'm going to surprise myself a little bit with the makeup. I think it's going to be different than I expected. Um, okay. I'm yeah. excited for that. In a good, exciting um, way. You, I, we brought up, since we brought up glitter, I have to ask this question from Ashley about glitter safety, which I often wonder about. Mm-hmm. Like removing glitter and or gems, you know, some of them are a little bit sharp. Like, how do you take yeah. off? Do you do that for the, the character or we the do. actors? We do, unless they want to go home with it on, which they occasionally do. Um, well, with glitter, yeah, it's tricky. Glitter, Glitter's hard to get off, but we, we use makeup wipes. So you, you do a swipe, then you fold the makeup wipe, get the, the mm-hmm. part that has glitter on it out of your way, right? So you kind of fold it, swipe again, fold it again, swipe again, trying to be gentle. Um, we use like oil cleansers, hot washcloths in the, in the trailer. The gems that are on with lash glue, I would recommend like microwaving, wetting a washcloth, throwing it in the microwave for like a minute. Um, and then just kind of steaming your face just to sort mm. of release, release that glue a little bit. And then you can sort of just peel them off, you know, just sort of rub mm. them gently too. The heat softens the glue. That yeah, it'll, yeah, yeah. It, it, exactly. I would have never thought about that. That Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Um, okay, so during the pandemic, I, I have to assume you guys weren't shooting, that you probably delayed shooting season two, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, we were supposed to start shooting like a little over a year ago. Wow. And then okay. we did shoot those two uh, special episodes. Okay. Uh, but you were quite busy, you know, on social media. You put out a lot of great content. You started doing, yeah. well, I saw a lot of your, you know, Instagram stories to follow you, but you also did some stuff on TikTok. I have to ask, like, does this, you're not somebody to me who seems like a very kind of like, look at what I'm doing. Like, I'm quite showy. I want to do like dances and everything. Like, you you seem like kind of like a more like thoughtful <laughs> person. Um, I have to ask, does this stuff come like natural to you? Naturally to you? No, when I, okay, even, even still, when I post a picture of my makeup to Instagram, I get so nervous and like my heart starts beating, like beating. I can like really feel it. introvert comes back out. My introvert is like, ah, I'm so scared. Um, No, it doesn't come naturally to me, but it's been so freeing. I mean, I feel totally comfortable wearing whatever makeup I want to wear now. Mm -hmm. So it's really been cathartic for me. It's been like kind of, kind of cool to have the time. I mean, I was working nonstop before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, so being able to sort of like chill out at home for a while and like start to experiment on my face has been so cool for me on a personal level. And then it's been a great way for me to like sharpen my skills and and keep keep my creativity going. But yeah, no, I, you probably won't see me doing like a dance dance on TikTok. Maybe like a quick little like excited and interpretive dance moment. <laughs> but um yeah, it's so weird. I I also like I'm getting over the sound of my own voice and just like 
you know, there's like this like thinking that I like need to be like perfect or perfectly well-spoken. And that was what I was struggling with at first. Like I would do like 50 takes of like a video or like an Instagram story or something. And now I just don't care. And I realize no one else does either. It's great. Mm -hmm. You brought up a couple of things that make me think about like a mental health tie-in. Like you called it Mm. catharsis doing your makeup and even the worry of like, should I do this again? Was this good enough? Does, does makeup tie into mental health for you? Do you think it's an outlet for some people, for you, even personally, you know, you spend, a, you spend a lot of time looking at your mirror, your face in the mirror. That's, you know, that could be helpful or harmful to some. How does it, how does it work for you? Has it been helpful? Yeah, I think makeup and mental health are like very, very strongly tied. I think anything having to do with your own self-expression, whether it's how you are wearing your makeup, your hair, your clothing, how you're using your voice and, and speaking in, in your world. Um, I think the root of so many issues, and this comes from my own personal experience only, the root of like anxiety and depression for me is all about not being able to fully express myself, feeling like locked in or like not confident or just somehow stopping myself Mm -hmm. from meeting my potential. So when I'm able to coax myself out of that and get in the habit of expressing myself in the true way that I want to, all of a sudden I find my anxiety and depression levels coming down. I think for me, like a lot of that anxiety is like that like tightening of like just not feeling comfortable fully expressing. Is the makeup like the first step in letting that, you know, freeing that or... Because the makeup by on its own, doing the makeup, once you do the makeup, it's not like, oh, I I, I feel better. Is it the makeup then sort of unlocks, okay, now yeah. I feel more like myself? Can I, you speak to that more? I think the experimentation and sort of getting out of your usual, you know, like we all have that like version of ourselves that we think is like the version that people expect us to be. Mm-hmm. And I feel like for me, for a long time, I was really tied to that version of myself. Like, well, I can't do that because people are going to think it's all weird. Or if I show up wearing like this lipstick, people are going to be like, whoa, what you doing there, Donnie? And it's like, oh, I wanna, like explain. That's so embarrassing. So like for me, just the, the like first, the yeah. first levels of not giving a fuck are like maybe being a little bit more expressive in like my clothing and my makeup. It's sort of like each step sort of like unlocks another level. And when did you get there? When did you get to that place? Like during the pandemic. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's quite recent. For, for sometimes I'm like, that may have been, it's hard to tell exactly why it took that long for me. I also like was constantly working. Right. So like there was no time to like go experiment and like do fun makeup at home. Like I was on Euphoria for eight, nine months. Then I was in Georgia on a TV show for nine months. Then I got back and had nothing for a year. A couple of things, but you know. So uh, having that time to fully do that, I feel like I really got to catch up on like who the fuck I am. No, I love that. So it's like if you're putting on the lipstick, if if I'm understanding you correctly, I certainly don't want to put words in your mouth, but like if you put on this lipstick and it's like, you know, I don't give an F if like somebody likes it. The next thing might be something that has nothing to do with makeup, but it's like, this is who I am. This is what I want to do. Of course. I think it's like, it's tied to, to like your, your voice and your inner voice. And like, like there's, there's something I try to keep in mind 
when I'm having a conversation with anyone, anyone at all, really, but this is helpful for me in the workplace and for finding my voice, which can be sometimes hard because I find myself in these situations where like I'm the leader of my team, but inside I don't really necessarily always feel like I have that boss level confidence. So something I try to really keep in mind is like when I'm, when a conversation about work or whatever is like coming to an end, I ask myself, like, did I say everything I needed to say in this conversation or was I holding back? So I try to sort of do the same thing with like my self-express, my physical self-expression as well, because my hair and makeup, clothing and everything. So I'm like, do I want to, why, why did I put that shirt away and go for this like basic thing instead? Do I really want to wear that one? Because, like, bitch, put it on if you really want to wear it. Well, I think a lot of us, I'm speaking now, like, I'm adding myself in in this, but, like, a lot of women, or men too, everyone, people, like, they just, they don't want to be seen as too much. They don't want people to look at them because they don't want to be judged. It's easier to just throw on, like, a t-shirt. It's easier to throw on, like, a nude lip or just, Mm -hmm. or not not say that extra thing because they don't want to, like, be seen because they don't want to be judged. They don't want to be... It's just easier to play small. So. Yeah, it's totally easier. But I I think that also puts you in this place where like your anxiety is harder, higher because because you're like hiding and you're constantly like, well, can I say that? Should I say that? Like you're constantly questioning. Mm -hmm. So just sort of like get in the habit of, I mean, I think we're always going to keep questioning ourselves, right? It's not like you're going to ever stop having that self-doubt or that negative thought, or at least for me, I don't ever see that going away, but my reaction can be different. You know, like, it's like, well, should I say that? It's like, yes. Yes, Donnie, you should say it. Mm-hmm. Yes, Donnie, mm-hmm. you should wear it. It's just sort of like breaking that cycle of like going into hiding. Because for me, that's where I get my anxiety just gets to a, a place where it, it is hard to function if I'm constantly watching myself and like playing it small. Like it's weird how easier everything else becomes when you start playing it a little bit bigger. Yeah. No, I, I totally I get it. I feel like you're, you're, it's like cat storyline that you were talking about before. Like then it happens and you be your true self and let it all out. And honestly, nobody says anything. And nobody because cares. They were, they're like, <laughs> everyone's thinking no about themselves. Was. No one is yeah. out to like, you know, tear you down, really. And then once yeah. you get a certain level of, like, confidence going and, and like, not that it would be, like, a perfect, ideal, like, unstoppable level of confidence, but once you, like, don't give a fuck just enough, if anyone does try to, like, get in your way or question you, you're just like, <laughs> fuck off, dude. Yeah, like, away. you just don't care at all. You're like, yeah. leave. Get out of my vision field. Get out of my vision field. <laughs> get out of my hemisphere. <laughs> Somebody told me like I was talking about if was talking with like somebody a long time ago when I was younger, and they were like, "I'm going to give you a piece of advice that's going to change your life." Like nobody is thinking about you. Like get over it. <laughs> and it was so like embarrassing to hear, but it was so it was like like nobody is thinking about anyone else. And I was just like, "Oh my god!" Like that's so right because I I wasn't sitting up at night thinking about like anybody else. I was just thinking about myself. You know. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't totally. know. It was just like totally. I remember like, hearing changer. that too at one point, and I'm like, how can that be true? But like, seriously, are you going to bed thinking <laughs> you know, about anybody else? Really? Right, you're not, <laughs> which means no one's like, Donnie Davy wore a red lip today. Oh, like, no. who does she yeah, think like, she is? That bitch. Of, yeah. Yeah. 
Oh my God. I, I have to say, um, this is such an enjoyable interview, but we all, like, I want to talk about all these other, like, richer, more, like, you know, honest, like, like, like the real stuff. But I also need to ask you about products because I know that people are, yeah, know, sure. dying to know what's up. You're wearing the most beautiful lip. I know you also did a really oh, cool thanks. collaboration with Face Lace that I want to talk to you about. What was that? Yeah. Yeah. Like, so we did, um, so Facelace, I first found out about them. They're a, they're a small women-owned, uh, women-run UK face decal, aka stick-on makeup company. Um, I found out about them during the filming of season one when I was just like, just trying to get educated about like what other stuff I can be sticking to these girls' faces other than like gems and like nail stuff. Um so I ordered some stuff from them. Super fun iridescent stick on stuff. Used a bunch on jewels. Uh, a couple oh, cool. other characters too. And um, then I was, I mean, when I first found out about them, I was like, oh my God, I would love to work with, with Face Lace someday and like do a stick on version of, um, you know, like one of my makeup looks. So I did that during the pandemic. We, we uh, did a stick on version of one of the iconic makeups from season one the cloud makeup look uh, that Jules wore. So we we did a, uh, we made a, fa- a, a stick-on iridescent version based on that look. And it sold out really quickly. It was super, super fun to keep on seeing everybody's looks coming in, but we are restocking them and I've been working on two little little friends to go along very cool with so yeah that'll happen sometime in, in May, TBD, but I've been working. That's awesome on for making summer. That happen, if you're I'm not really great excited. at doing your own, yeah, makeup, your own. Your own oh, it's so fun because you just, I mean, you just stick it on. It's like, it's great. It's anyone can do it. It's super fun to wear like the COVID mask too because I feel like what better time is yeah. there to like, you know, yes. skip the foundation and the lips and just like throw something festive on your eyes. What are you personally loving right now? You have a very cool kind of like oxblood colored lip on. Yeah, this is um, this is Halsey's new. I new literally line. was like, I bet it's about face. Really, I was, in my head, I guessed yeah. it because I have the same color. Yeah, it's, this is a beautiful color. I really like it. It's a deep, deep red. It's not too cool, not too warm. It's not a brick, but it's not a plum. It basically just looks like Pinot Noir or something. <laughs> Very cool. Um, yeah, it's a long wear, so it's um, you know, it's it's not like super moisturizing or anything but staying on real good throughout this interview and are there any like og favorites that you're just obsessed with like i've personally like any fragrance candles body care skincare like what are you just constantly like you know rebuying restocking what Mm. do you love oh that's a good question um you know i've i I don't have a relationship to products like that. I know that sounds really weird, but I I really don't. I don't have like a go-to thing. I'm always experimenting. I'll tell you one thing I'm obsessed with right now is this Hourglass Unlocked Mascara that I just found out about last week. It is so freaking awesome. It's, It's like the deepest, deepest black. It's not a volumizing mascara. It's like a separating lash defining and lengthening mascara. It's really beautiful. And it's sort of flakes off when you wash your face. So you're not going to get that inky sort of raccoon vibe under your eyes. So that's a really beautiful mascara I've been loving. I've been also really into like stick foundations lately for some reason. 
Um, and another thing I love doing is making like foundation cocktails kind of. Um, like I'll start with like a glowy sunscreen, add like a drop of foundation, some more illuminator. Oh, I or like instead this. of Ooh. Yeah, or instead What's of the foundation, glowy sunscreen. I have two I really like right now. One is this super goop glow screen. And the other is maybe not here right now, but it's color science glow. Okay. Oh, the, yeah. It's amazing. The, the color science glow has more glow than the glow screen, but the glow screen is, has a little bit more of a dewy feel. So it's Got just it. your personal preference. And then instead of mixing in foundation, sometimes I'll mix in a con- like a high coverage concealer because I have a lot of acne scars and stuff I like to cover. So I like to make these little concoctions that are sort of, I don't know, they're fun because they're sort of like a customized like BB cream or something. No, and I, like and I just add more concealer to the areas. I need more concealer because I like for my real skin to show in the areas that I like my real skin. <laughs> and I then like your real skin. I, I try to let it show in, in the good areas. I'm going to run you through. We have our Fat Mascara 5, which we do at the end of every interview. I don't even know okay. if we prepped you. This is a speed round. Oh, God. Okay. Um, so just be quick about it and don't think too hard. Uh, so first question is, what's the beauty or grooming product you first fell in love with that you remember? Um, even if it was a soap. Okay. No, I know what it is. It's this thing I got at the mall in, in middle school. And it's it's like a creamy highlighter with a periwinkle pearlescence in it. And I got it at the store called Afterthoughts that was right next to Limited 2. Of course we know Afterthoughts. Yeah, Afterthoughts. I was like, maybe it's from Claire's Boutique. I don't know. It was one or the other. <laughs> well, Afterthoughts was like a little bit more refined than Claire's. Oh, yes, of course. You know what She's I mean? a classy girl. Yeah. <laughs> um, what quality do you admire most in other people? Mm, um, sin- sincerity and and like just being up being upfront and owning emotions. So like just not not fronting. I guess being vulnerable, but I feel like that word is so overused. Um, but sincerity. But yeah, just yeah. being really sincere and like yeah, that, that's it. I like sincere stuff. Um, if there's one rule you wish everybody would follow, what would it be? Um, be, be nice. Just be nice. (laughs) Like be direct, be sincere, but, but But be nice. Just be nice. If there was a movie made about your life, maybe not now, in the future, whenever, who would narrate it? Um, me. Yes. Yes. Don't be small, Donnie. I love that. <laughs> Me. <laughs> okay, last question. What's the most played song on your playlist right now? Probably Kate Bush, Wuthering Heights. Oh, my God. I love that. It's like my Epic. one friend can actually do it in karaoke, and it's insane. Oh, that's oh my great. God. That's it's me, Donnie. We think it's your own version. It really gets me in my element. I love that. This was so fun. I love the way you think about makeup. It's so refreshing. Thank you for Thanks. coming on the podcast. Thanks, Donnie. It was my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. This was a great conversation. We hope you enjoyed the show. It's your reviews and feedback that help us make the podcast even better. Head over to iTunes to rate and review us or email your thoughts to info at fatmascara.com. We also want to answer your beauty questions and hear what products you love. 
To share a Razor One product review or to ask a beauty question, email us at info at Fat Mascara. If you send it as a voice memo file, we can even share your voice on the podcast. You can also do that by leaving us a voice message. Our phone number in the United States is 646-481-8182. Thanks so much for listening. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Listen, there are so many skincare products on the market claiming to help reduce fine lines and wrinkles, and you know I will try most of them. But how do you know your products are actually working? Some research to back up the claims. That's why Jess and I are all about Ritual. They created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted a clinical study to take the guesswork out of skincare. Ritual's Hyacera Air is now a part of my skincare routine, and I got in the habit of taking it every day by putting the cute little purple jar right next to my sunscreen. It looks nice on my vanity, and let's be honest, I love that. But once I stuck with the habit, I really noticed a difference in my skin. I am not the only one. In a clinical study, taking Hyacera for 90 days led to a 3.6 time reduction in crow's feet wrinkles as compared to placebo. And it led to a 2.9 increase in skin smoothness. I also like that they're easy to swallow. The capsules sort of taste like vanilla. They're not all weird and fishy like some other supplements. Plus, Ritual is a certified B Corp, something we learned about on a recent episode. And all their supplements, including the Daily Protein and their Sleep Bio Series Melatonin Supplement, are vegan, gluten-free, and made traceable. Do what Jess and I did. Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash mascara. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash mascara for 25% off. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.